0: Welcome to season three and the mindful musings of two spiritual mamas.
1: We are Alicia and Shelby, soul sisters of the universe. Friends, for the past 22 years, we've been navigating life together. We're here to share our experiences with you.
0: We hope to inspire those who are ready to shift their soul path into alignment with their divine
1: purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome to season three. Please enjoy these episodes. They're unpublished from the springtime and we wanted to share. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Shelby. And this is Alicia. And in this episode, we are unpacking the gift of innocence, or I could say unwrapping it.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: So we're all presented with innocence at birth. And as our lives unfold... We become tethered and bound or what words would you use? Like almost covered up or covered up. Um, yeah, stuck in the mud. By, <laughs> yeah, those yeah. traumas, those stories. Exactly. So this episode just I, I wanted to talk to you about this because it's been coming up in so many different um conversations between multiple people that are not connected so of course it's it's like what's going on right now and how um how do we how do we get clear of this how do we get back to the to the innocence to the gifts that we were given at birth that our soul is was born to say this is what you have and use it and how can we use it if it's like bound and tethered and under the mud so yeah, my first agree. question yeah.
0: Well, is yeah. this, we forget. We're, it's like it's like the yeah. great forgetting that we forget <laughs> the innocence of our childhood. We forget that childlike wonder. We forget our soul's mission and purpose. And mm-hmm. most of the time the root of that is joy and love. And but what are you here? Right. Like, how are you here to do that on this earth in this life? Right.
1: Right. And how can we stop being distracted by this short view of what's directly in front of us, the drama, the trauma, you know, so how, um, I think it is important to to first try to get a little bit of an idea of, of what is your soul's mission. Um, I was recently working with Judy amora and she, she gave me this wise thing. She said, we're here to spiritualize the human form. Mm. And it was like, yes, you know, she's like, there are so many souls that would love to be in, in human form. Mm. Here here we are. What a gift. And how many of us are actually optimizing this opportunity? Not as many as I wish. <laughs> 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 We're a little uh, we got to get on the uptake there. Um so for those of us that are like seeing this understanding it, stepping into it, how I mean how do you Alicia like start to understand your gifts and and your real true purpose. Like what do, what do you do? I know we talk about this a lot, but this is more of a direct question. We talk
0: about this a lot and there have been times in my life and it happened when we were in school together in college at best year that I just had this really unsettled feeling of something's not right I'm going in the wrong mm-hmm. direction. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's always been about listening and asking my body, my soul to show me the way and show me. And I felt really lost when that happened because Mm -hmm. I was on a mission. I was going to be a naturopath. I was finishing my bachelor's degree in herbal science and I was ready to like take this whole professional life that I had mapped out for myself from a young age. And and at that time, I was just feeling really, really lost. And so it helped me to be In the community of women that you and I met in, in Mm -hmm. our, in our belly dance cave of the Bastier building. (laughs) Right. And our, and our sisterhood that developed and, and being held by the feminine. And what I realized is that I had been running out of a masculine model of doing and achieving and focused on what society told me was the mission. Mm, mm. And what the oh American dream, you know, like all of that is really one of those things that stifle our light and our ability to hear our own soul's mission. What so, so number one, recognizing that like, Oh, I was told I should, I try to take that word out of my vocabulary. I was told I was, sh- I should do this. I should go to college. I should become a professional, you know, and that was imposed on me from society and my ideas from seeing my dad go through a career change later in life and choose to Mm -hmm. become a chiropractor. I was like, Oh, well I should do that too. You know, he Mm -hmm. never told me to do that, but I took it Mm -hmm. on. And when I found soul coaching and Denise Lynn's lessons and Judy Yamamura's lessons, like both of those teachers really helped me to listen deeply, Mm -hmm. deeply, deeply pause and listen to my soul. Mm -hmm. And, and it took a couple years. And I remember, and I, I had the most wonderful moment. Shelby, I want to share this with you. This last weekend, I was teaching a belly dance workshop. Yay! The festival, and these women and a couple men jumped in, and they actually performed on stage with me at the variety show afterwards. It was oh, so fun. much fun. I have videos I'll probably share with you and, and hopefully okay. our listeners and we can find some way to get that out there. But... um The exciting thing was that someone came up to me and they told me the way they saw me. And it was verbatim my soul's mission that I wrote down in my soul coaching journal over 15 years ago. It was so cool. I was like, oh my God, I feel so seen right now. And I've been achieving my soul's mission over these years. It was really rocky. It was really challenging. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know... What I was doing, because I was really paving the way, uh, becoming a trailblazer for other women to follow in my footsteps is the way I think about it. Judy actually gave me that analogy, you know, again, I, like 15 years ago, I've been yeah. thinking about myself as like, okay, I'm trudging along, I'm plugging through, and and it's for the good of all, and my mission is to live in my divine feminine to be that as an example for others for women and mm-hmm. for men and as i've grown into that and become that i've also realized how important it is to integrate and accept and and value the masculine as well right so it's yeah. it's about for me now um being in divine harmony and balance between my masculine and feminine and being in a female body. body i love The feminine in every way and I'm just happy to exude that in the world so that's my like journey and how I got there and I'd like to ask you the same question how do you feel your soul's mission and how did you find it
1: well um thanks for asking I I think for me I just keep checking in with myself and I keep asking for help when I need it um I was chatting with a friend this morning who she kept saying, well, I need and I need. She goes, I'm so sick of I need. And I said, it's okay. If you feel like you need support, then ask for it. If you need counsel, then ask for it. If you need a hug, ask for it. If you need whatever, until you can start to channel that um, self-regulating, like regulating, that self-empowerment where you can really connect to the Pachamama and connect to the this eighth chakra that you you were talking about, this beautiful gate, you're going to need, like you got to, you got to, it's like, you're not just born walking, you know, we, we have to get some help. So that's, that's what I've been doing. I mean, I, along the way, I just like, we've talked about, I, I just make sure that I feel in alignment, like you were just sharing with the steps that I'm taking. And then I, I move forward and the more I gain a lot of confidence with that. I gain familiarity with that. I gain, um, an understanding that I don't always need to know the next step and that's courage, you know? So I understand myself inside of courage and, and then I feel, is it in alignment and, um, and it's doing all right for me. You know, I have a nice like story now to look back at and be like, wow, remember when you were terrified, but you did it anyway. And look how it turned out. And, uh, so, you know, now at this point, if you were to ask me in the present day, like I'm just leaning, I still lean into Judy Amamora, and I, you know, she, she helps me to dive deeper, um, get some affirmations about my soul's journey. You know, I look into like energy sources and chakra readings and like, what, where, what am I capable of? You know, that I think is, is really exciting when I am reminded, like you're capable of really high level consciousness, Shelby. So I'm like, well, okay. Then what am I going to do to get there? You know, and I, I, I don't feel like I have a ceiling Mm -hmm. at this point in my life. I don't have a ceiling. There's nothing to shatter because I don't have one, but I know in society, women have a pretty strong ceiling. And so in, in both ways, like I feel limitless and limited. So I think that's actually what I wanted to talk about today was when you feel those limits, how do you untether? Because it's, it's not necessarily a self-imposed limit, or it might be, as we will get into. Is it a societal limit? Is it an ancestral limit? Is it a self-imposed limit? But how do you identify it and clear it? And that's really what I, I wanted to dive into, the deep dive in the, in the 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <here>. totally. <And laughs> in
0: my journey, there were plenty of those things I had to process with some high-level teachers, right? I have a, a couple different shaman teachers here in the Portland area. And the one that helped me the most back when I felt like I had a very, very old, very old past life restriction on my mm-hmm. life that clearing mm-hmm. that from the energy world, from the spiritual world, from my own um holding on to in my body the way that I was, you know, working with it was it it liberated me and it allowed me to really step into my mission and my purpose. So.
1: Yes. And before we chat, I do want to share that. I love this song by um, Lindsay Scott. Um, and it's called the way knows. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. The way, knows like, the way, the way. <laughs> like you don't have to know the way, the way already knows the way. Like it's yes. just so awesome. <laughs> and, and uh, so, yeah, if you're struggling put that song. I find it on Spotify and, or uh, any, you know, music, Lindsay Scott, Lindsay with a Y Scott with two T's and go for it and trust.
0: Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. And what that song reminds me of is trusting, right? And talk about this a lot, but it's a great reminder and I constantly need reminding Mm -hmm. you had said that you are listening. And when things feel in alignment, is when you know you're on your mission, you're on your purpose. Yeah. And that's the, the trust that, yes, mm. I can feel it in my body, the knowing mm. that I am in alignment. And that's, I mean, that's where I think because we're calling this episode Returning to the Innocence, it's, it's remembering that we are innocent in our soul being Mm-hmm. In our, in our beginning. And when we feel that alignment of like, Oh, yeah, like you said, all these things are coming up at once from different directions. That means I'm on my mission right now to clear whatever that is that you're seeing as the mm-hmm. pattern that's showing up. And, um, that helps us to know we're in alignment with our soul's mission.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we just gotta so trust
1: it. trust it <laughs> and 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 when you build a relationship with somebody or something, you just learn to trust it. So we're asking you to build a relationship with yourself. What yeah. do you trust about yourself? Versus, oh, I'm just an angry person. oh, i'm just I'm just I have so much grief for oh, i'm just I'm just lazy or you know, whatever it is that you keep labeling yourself and telling you this story. That's you're building a relationship with that person, that characterization of that of you. You don't have to do that. So start to really sink into I, I have a purity here. I have a mission. I have a goal. And, and once you can identify that, then it, it's obviously going to help to say, why is it getting mucked up? What are the, the triggers that really set me off? And that is what you always bring up. I love this. Phrases the sacred observer. Mm -hmm. It's stepping back and witnessing yourself. And we, I think we just talked about this in one of our last episodes. When you feel the trigger, when you feel the heat coming up your body, when you feel your body changing somehow, you know, when you're like, oh, my throat got tight. Oh my God, my heart, like whatever it is, observe. Yeah. Back up. You know, before we got on, we were talking about the great, the eagle, the winged creatures. This is why I love the East because it grabs us and brings us to the higher perspective. You pulled that card before we started about like the long view and see, you know, it was a picture of the earth, like as a speck, it was this tiny little circle in blackness all around. It's like, this is change your perspective. Yes. Change your perspective. And that's the, the card perspective. <laughs> um. But one that Judy shared with me, and I thought it was so beautiful yesterday. She's like, we get so involved in weaving the tapestry and we're like focused on the thread, and we're like, okay, here it goes next as I'm weaving. That like, do you actually step back enough to go, what am I weaving? <laughs> what, what does it look like? And if you're like, whoa, I'm just, you know, spinning in circles or whatever it is, but you do have to step back sometimes and look at yourself and look at the situation and and in, in doing so, you can get a lot more wisdom, a lot more um, knowledge.
0: Absolutely. And the way that I do that, so a little like tool, t- s- steps, yeah. how to. Do, do,
1: do, 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 do. <laughs> we need that. that too. Like, yeah,
0: take a different perspective. What does that mean? That means listen to the story you're telling yourself That's mm-hmm. tr- that you think is true in that moment, which is causing the constriction, which is causing the flush, which is causing the fear to rise in you and to have that reaction. And it could be from a past trauma. It could be like something really bad happened to you. And yes, you were a true victim of something that is very possible, but are you telling the story that I am a victim and that that's continuing to, like you said, I you're identifying as that, right? The, Mm -hmm. that one is really, really common. Um, The one that came up for me, on, um, this week that I've actually seen as a thread happening. Like you said, like, yep, there's themes happening right now, everybody. Yeah. You probably are feeling it and we need to pause and say, okay, what is the thought form? What is the belief that I think that's making me feel this way? Do I think that I'm not worthy of love? Do I think that I'm a bad person? Do I think that, you know, like, I do I'm doing something wrong. I and there's so much shame and there's so much mm. guilt and there's so much that when we recognize that those are the lower vibrational frequencies that we're running, we can choose mm. a different perspective. We can they say were okay. feeding. Right. They we're feeding. Yeah. yeah. And and it's so unconscious until it's mm-hmm. conscious. And the whole point of this podcast and the whole point of our life's missions, I think is to bring the unconscious into the conscious and then m- work with it in with love and, and acceptance and grace and kindness. And right. If we can do that with ourselves, then we will do it with other people and the whole world will be a more beautiful place, mm-hmm. but we got to start with ourselves. Right. So this is to. us noticing like, "Whew, yeah, that hurt. That person said something and I got really tight in my chest and I felt flushed and I'm having a problem or a challenge here now to see that person as a loving human or to see this relationship as something I want to lean into like we pull away a lot of times when those things come up. And what we're saying is take the perspective of the eagle, of the higher self, of that far distance like okay, if you saw it from a neutral perspective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What actually happened and what yeah. no, where where is the disconnect because really we as humans need connection and like you said mm. we're this spirit in a body that mm. is here to have a spiritual experience so how is it that we can work with those elements and find the loving connection find the 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 leaning in to the heal grace. All? the grace in in it yeah yeah
1: well i can interject a a personal story because i i I am on this mission right now where i have come to clear my life in a beautiful way where the only thing that's standing in my way is me (laughs) and it's a stark awareness where you're like oh i can't blame anything else anymore it's really just me and my belief systems about who I am, you know, and this like self-rejection or self-shame or um, I don't not think I'm I want yeah. to. Not good enough. Yeah, not being good enough. I'm not enough. And um, I was working with the energy of shame and it was just for me an awakening when I recognized that that's what it was and enough was enough. And when I reminded myself of who I feel and know that I could be as a spiritual being, as a human, as a teacher, as an, as a, an evolutionary, as a way maker, what did you just say? Um, I, I got my mich- uh, trailblazer. I'm like, I got my machete on my shoulder. What am I doing <laughs> as that person? why am I holding myself back feeling regret about some of my decisions of the past? It's like, Shell, you had to learn. You had to live through this so you could see it from a different perspective. And now, you know, and so there, yeah. like, that's it. You know, it. it, it I'm not trying to be lo- no dramatic here, but it's like, that was it. And it, it, it was like a 22nd <laughs> moment where I'm like, Oh, I think I'm done with that. And yeah. I'm gonna test it out. Okay, I'm gonna test it out. I'll I'll let you guys know how it how it rolls, but you'll get tested. <laughs> I'm going, yeah. Mm, yeah, there note to self. The way that works. So, yeah, don't forget
0: these realizations and shifts come with testing the waters mm-hmm. to make sure you're mm-hmm. strong in your conviction to really shame every single time and that's what happened to me this week it was like a confrontation came up and I could choose to be in shame about it and take it on as something mm-hmm. I did wrong or who I am is fundamentally wrong because I upset this person but it doesn't have to be from that perspective right I shifted it right. really quickly and responded with love and care and kindness and an observation i trying Sacred. to observe. Like what's yeah. really happening? It's coming. Like it's come If we perceive everything as coming for our benefit, yes. to learn from it, to grow from it, to embody and realize our highest potential, then everything's great. <laughs> Even it's when a little it's more gentle. Really hard.
1: <laughs> it's it, yeah. You're like thank you. I think yeah. like some some stuff is is a little beyond Aww. that, but
0: but, but, but you know, that's life, there's death. Yeah. There's transition. Yeah. Things have to end. We go through cycles, and it's all part of it. And it's hard. I'm not saying that mm. it's easy. I'm not saying it flippantly, like, oh, just yeah. on top of it. Just do this, you know, um, what do they call it the um this avoidance spiritual bypassing? Right. You mm, can yeah, just yeah, like yeah. float above it and be like, oh, that's not a problem. But no, it's, it's about going inside and really yeah. seeing and clearing those things out. Because we we are trying to return to that purity of the mm-hmm. light of our soul, of the innocence of trust. That's what mm-hmm. I'm working on. and And when I come up against people that I feel that deep sense of trust with, I can hold them in the highest light even when they're not being perfect because none of us Mm -hmm. are and I'm not being perfect. So if you can hold me in that light when I'm not being perfect and I can hold you in that light when you're not being perfect, then we're all just going to feel a lot better and go through this whole thing with a lot more grace. And that's the goal for
1: me. And I think it's like, it's practice, you know, and when you were just speaking, I was thinking, If you're working through something that you need practice to become unconscious again, to bring it back to this sovereign place, this free place where you are innocent without effort, you're going to have to practice it if you haven't been practicing it one way. And, you know, in gymnastics, we say if you practice something the incorrect way, it takes three times the amount sorry everyone
0: <laughs> you have to unlearn about the wrong you way to to you have to unlearn yeah. it you
1: have to it's a it's triple the effort so this is not easy yeah but it can be with ease if you approach it in a in a compassionate way in a graceful way like all the words are saying it's and so we, funny because i'm like this is like our best favorite topic but it's just
0: I was just going to say,
1: we say this a lot, but (laughs) grace is in the surrender.
0: The Mm -hmm. trust of the universe is all about surrender. So anything you feel like you're trying to control, that you're like working hard at, like it's actually easy. It's actually Mm -hmm. surrender and choosing love, which we've been conditioned to not believe in love in a, in a deep, deep trusting way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's one of my missions is to help us to trust the love in the world. And that starts with ourselves and surrendering into that self-love and caring Mm -hmm. for ourselves as if we are the innocent child. I mean, this is goes to the child work that you can do the inner child and being the, the, the inner parent to Mm -hmm. showing that little innocent child the way that will be easier with more grace.
1: And in the spirit of the child, don't forget to laugh. <laughs> don't forget to laugh. If you give it up, be like, oh, whoops, 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 whoops. <laughs> Bringing humor oh, into yeah, those yeah. hard
0: moments. If mm-hmm. you have that gift and talent, I've been developing it in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like really focusing on humor as something that can lighten the mood and help things yeah. ride a little lighter and easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. Um, Shelby, 100. I just love you and I love this <laughs> And I love that you brought it to our listeners and that we were able to just go so deep dive into it. We mm-hmm. hope that everyone feels a connection to their innocence in a way that they feel really good about and um, feel in their soul's mission. We're in a really powerful time right now. So just um, really focusing your energy on this work is going to create profound shifts and change out of drama and into more love and more feeling of Mm. purpose. So good
1: job. You are a gift to the world, everyone. Yeah. You know, just shine. So enjoy that. Mm. Thank you. Thank you.